it's just this aha moment for me that there's all these parallels. It's like, you know, when we're onboarding a customer, it's like onboarding an employee. Yep. Make sure they get the best experience at the beginning. Set them up for success. Check in regularly. Um, when times get tight, check in more regularly. Something weird like COVID happens. If everyone's world has been rocked. This is a time to check in more, not less. Yeah. You don't, you don't go, well, okay, I'll check back in six months when it's over. No, no, yeah. you check in more now than you did before because you need to make sure they're being taken care of and they're getting what they need. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Account Experience Podcast. And let me be the first to wish everyone a happy Diwali. This is one of Customer Gage's favorite traditions internally with great food and better company. This year, however, we did things just a little bit differently. Here's a hint. It involves our CEO and COO schlepping around Amsterdam to deliver food in person to our EU gauges and free delivered food to our US gauges. In today's episode, we'll dive into a few details on how your company can also keep culture alive in a digital first world and why celebrating is more important now than ever. Once again, happy Diwali everyone and let's dive on into the latest episode. I'm here as always with my co-host, Carrie T. Self. Say hello, Carrie. Hello, everyone. And today, guys, it is Friday and we are feeling good. And I'm going to get into why that is. Uh, previous episodes, we talked about uh, employee experience with our co-founder and COO, Camilla Shulton. Um, and today, or actually tomorrow, technically, right, Carrie, is Diwali. Um, and we did something kind of special here at CG that we figured we'd share um, because I know there's a lot of companies out there that are struggling uh, to maintain culture across a digital world now with COVID and everything like that. Um, and Diwali was one of those celebrations that we always celebrated at the office. We are you know, based out of Amsterdam, Netherlands. We have a huge uh, multinational team all over the place, different countries. Um, different cultures. And Diwali is one of those things that we all just get together and celebrate. So with that being said, I'm going to pass it over to Carrie to kind of set the stage and um, talk about what happened today. Yeah, you know, and, and I think you did a good job. This is, you know, we have a challenge right out of the gate. Like I think a lot of companies nowadays, you have people all over the world. Let's, let's, let's even dump the whole COVID thing and working from <laughs> home thing. But we're challenged, right? We work remote. We got people in different parts of the globe. The world's becoming smaller but the distance of our office has been spread out even further. Yeah. And um, so really to bring us together and to continue to celebrate this, because we couldn't all be into one room and share the same meal. Um, what we decided to do is, well, why don't we all stop at the same time? And with a six hour difference, that means some people are eating a late lunch. Some people are having an early breakfast, but we thought it would be great if we could kind of have that meal. So our COO Camille and our CEO Adam, they actually packed their car with um, Indian treats, baked goods, and, and, and meals, soups. And they literally drove around Holland, dropping these meals off to all the employees, starting last night through this morning, so they could all have a meal ready to go for our lunch together as a group. Over here, because 
driving over here is not a possibility. And um, getting a good Indian meal at, at seven in the morning is not easy. <laughs> um, we actually set up um, some delivery food for the team. We gave everyone allowance. They got to order what they wanted. And, um, you know, and again, we'll break this down a little bit more, but it was really neat. We all kind of got on together. We literally yeah. logged on together and began this festival of light, um, celebrating it as one team. And it, again, I, I, I always get emotional. So if you hear my voice crack to this just a little bit, it's not because it's Friday and I'm tired, um, <laughs> but it's, it, it's one of those moments um, of working in a company where, you know, we show the importance of the whole of, of the team. Um, so, um, are we going to show pictures? What, what are we going to do here? You know, we can give, yeah, some we can, we can kind of show. Yeah. Let's, let's show them a couple quick pictures. We'll share the screen. Um, and just so everybody's, you know, aware of, of what we've done in the past. So obviously we have a nice little happy Diwali. Um, these are some images of us celebrating Diwali in the past. So again, everybody gets dressed up. There's a big, you know, meal. I know, you know, during COVID, this probably gives people anxiety now with all of those people around the table. But um, this was obviously pre-COVID. Um, but obviously, it, it's a, uh, it was a huge celebration. It was one of those things everybody looked forward to every single year. This year, uh, these are, this isn't finished. So I know my graphic designer, shout out to Taylor, um, is going to kill me for showing this live on air here. But um, this is kind of what we did digitally, right? So we had uh, breakfast, as Carrie said. Um, but we're on a big Zoom, and you can see it right here. I mean, this is only half of the people, not even half, it's less than half. Uh, but it was a lot of fun, and we tagged it right in with our trivia. So another thing that we maybe haven't talked about too much on this podcast is uh, once COVID happened, we were trying to figure out a way to kind of stay connected. And a lot of the teams that have a really good sync were meeting every morning, uh, whether it be five or 10 minutes or you know, 30, 40 minutes. It was every morning and they just, it made everybody feel closer on that team. So what we did as an organization, we started doing a daily trivia and that is 15 to 20 minutes every single day with Kahoot. Everybody logs in, we keep track of scores. So you have bragging rights, but we would do like a 10 or 15 question Kahoot. And it could be, I mean, Carrie, shout out some of the, the different types of Kahoot. Uh, we do everything from um, complicated answers that have to be spelt out with periodic table elements yeah okay i just lost half the crowd perennial there. favorite right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um we do um maps we have to choose what like so we'll see an image of a map with no words on it and have to determine where it's at um specific trivia that's passions from some of ours everything from photography and video games to um mathematics we've done um um i'm trying to think dad jokes okay yep. today's friday so i'd be i'd be in big trouble if I didn't throw out dad jokes. So today, of course, no surprise, we did some um, Diwali um, trivia. Um, yep. And Trish, who you guys have heard a few weeks back on one of our most popular podcasts that I love doing with her, the Mythbuster one. Yeah. Um, she talked, she really guided us through this. And um, I, I think to, to, to add on to what Ian was saying, what, what, I, what really gives me chills when you're looking at these pictures and what you don't see, which hopefully we'll share and you'll find a way to see it, is the diversity of color, age, yeah. um, um, background, history. Um, it, it, it's just, when, when, I, when we open our Zoom now every morning, beyond just the fact that we're just this really diverse group with different groups of talents, we look so diversely different. Yeah. And you know, how can we not celebrate you know, all these different celebrations? 
Um, it's not just an excuse to eat. It's not just an excuse to take time off. Um, it's really to celebrate the individuals that make us the whole. And it, it was just really cool. I, I always get emotional when I'm looking at it. And then on top of that, there's a dog in the background. Someone's kid is sitting in their lap. Yeah. And these are all the things I think we've baked into this. Ian, how many times have we been on a call, you know, and, and either either your dog or, or your kids run in and join the call, right? Yeah, I mean, it have, it's a weekly occurrence at this point. Um, and I don't know how, how everybody else feels, but I don't ever want to go back. Like, yeah. I, I, there's this feeling for me where, and I've talked to a couple of people that before covid when people had their i would i'm going to call it a wall up their professional wall and you had to be professional all the time and and things uh, you know had to be very specific in your persona whether it be online or in person i think a little bit of that has eroded with covid where you know you you are in the situation of covid and everybody's in it and it's okay if your kid walks into a meeting every now and then you say yep this is this is my my son and it's totally normal now. And I think that's an amazing thing. Um, yeah. And I know there's a lot of other bad things that have happened during COVID, but I, I take that away as one really positive uh, result. Yeah, but, I think I, I'm with you 100%. I like, yeah. I, it's a shame it, it had to be so painful to, to have these yes. kind of things happen. I completely agree. But I, I'm with you. I, I don't want this to go away. I want this to be a norm now. I want, yeah. and it's not about being casual. It's about being personal. It's about... Yeah. It's about embracing what makes each of us individual and who we are. Yeah. And, and I think that's that's what was really special about the Diwali piece is we did a Diwali uh, trivia, which was basically a history of Diwali, and everybody has a better understanding of it now, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and, and I think back to Adam and Camilla. So Camilla was on. You guys listened to the podcast about talking specifically about, you know, how she operates the experience program. We, we survey employees once a month at this point. Um, it might go to quarterly now. I'm not quite sure where that's at, Carrie, but I think it's it's been once a month since COVID. It was once a week there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we have a pretty robust employee experience program where we get the feedback, we listen, we communicate results, communicate actions as a result of the feedback. Um, but this is just another example of um, Adam, and they wouldn't ever toot their own horn about this. So I think it's our job to maybe bring it to the forefront so everybody can get an example of how to do it properly. Uh, but they went door to door. I mean, they literally went door to door and delivered food and in a socially distanced, respectable way, uh, just to throw that out there. But I mean, they went, the COO and the CEO went door to door and met every single person on the EU team. And there were some really cool stories about, you know, one of the CSMs has a dog that just fell in love with Camilla and didn't want to leave Camilla. And like, they had a big kind of I don't know. It just seemed like everybody was a little bit closer as a result of that. And a lot of people were touched that we had, we heard a really nice story from Surabi, who's, uh, you know, Indian. And, um, she said that Diwali is basically something along the lines of one of the tra traditions of Diwali is go door to door and give out food or gifts. And she's, and she can't be home right now, obviously. Right. So, and that really made her feel home uh, at work, which is a weird thing to say out loud, but I don't know, Kira. What are your thoughts on that? I thought that was a really cool moment today. Yeah, and I and, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna break the warm and fuzzy just for a minute. I think it's I think it's our responsibility to do this, Ian. But yeah, you guys aren't hearing this. There is a parallel. There is a, a mirroring of what we do with accounts and customers, yeah. and what we do with employees or or team members, whatever you want to call that. And I I, I think what works for a customer works for your team, and vice versa. Mm -hmm. 
And I think if you're not doing it on one side, you're and, and you're doing it on another, um, you, 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 something's going to fail. Something's going to break down. A couple of reasons. Number one, if you're doing it really well, with your customers, and you don't do it with your team. There's resentment. They see it. Um, they they can't figure out why I'm not as important as that. And they're both equally as important, right? We've we've yeah. talked about this numerous times, Ian, but this whole experience of just trying to really reach out and bring us together and, and listen to the feedback and then look at the data and then help be strategic to help us grow our organization. That's exactly what we do with our customers. And, and it's, it was just, it's just this aha moment for me that there's all these parallels. It's like, you know, when we're onboarding a customer, it's like onboarding an employee, yep. make sure they get the best experience at the beginning, set them up for success, check in regularly. Um, when times get tight, check in more regularly. If, if, if something weird like COVID happens, if everyone's world has been rocked, this is a time to check in more, not less. Yeah. You don't, you don't go, well, okay, I'll check back in six months when it's over. No, no, yeah. you check in more now than you did before because you need to make sure they're being taken care of and they're getting what they need. And, you know, and, and then the special gift, you know, when we bring on a new customer now, we send out a little welcome package and emails and we celebrate them. Why not do the same for your team? And I, I'm just seeing more and more parallels of that. So I think that was my big thing today. And, you know, for those that have listened and heard the story, Camila shared that. I think Ian brought it up and I, it was an emotional moment. We were two or three months into this COVID work from home thing. No one knew what the hell was going on. We're all feeling a little beat up because we're working longer days. Yep. You know, we're, we're given more of our time. We're trying to make it work remotely. And a knock on the door comes and there's this beautiful basket of baked goods with a handwritten note in there. And yeah. I seriously was emotional. Like I seriously, I'm emotional over almost everything. You know, a good commercial <laughs> can get me teary eyed, but this really <laughs> rocked my world. Like this is exactly what I needed. Yeah. And this is what I can say, whether you're talking about your customer or your employees, it's not a lot of money. It's not a huge investment. You know what it is? It's effort. It's yep. time. Yeah, a little bit of time. But it's just the fact that you stop long enough to say you are important. And let me show you how important you are. And, you know, today was just another one of those moments. It was just such a nice um, gesture. It was fun. And yeah, on the flip side, it was a lot of work for Camila and Adam. They, they put a lot of effort to go door to door. But the re, the re, what comes on the backside of that Loyalty, commitment, retention, you know, growth. These are all the things you're looking for in a company. We're also looking for in our team members. Yeah, and I think you nailed it, man, where, where it's sometimes the emotional impact. It's not necessarily um, the super complex XYZ. It can be a simple gift that takes effort. Like you said, effort is really the, it's not hard. It just takes effort. It takes someone doing it and putting maybe half their day aside and going to send this package out or this, you know, door to door thing that Adam Camilla did. It's effort. You're right. But I, I'm a pretty strong proponent of those things go a lot longer than people realize. Yeah. Um, especially on the customer side, right? Like that welcome packet, Carrie, you and your team put together a really great welcome packet full of like, goodies there was a mug in there there was a t-shirt there was stroop waffles to you know represent amsterdam there was lanyards jackets and it was all in this nice 
box with a handwritten card and we sent it to our newest clients for the month. And again, I think that is something that not too many people do. Uh, I think it happens actually more on the prospecting side, believe it or not. So like when you're trying to get a new customer, but once you sign that ink, right, you sign on that dotted line, I think most companies are like, yeah, honeymoon's okay. over. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah. our money. All right, hands off. Let's go on to the next one. And yeah, yeah. I, I think that's where a lot of companies go wrong. That that is an opportunity. Yeah. That is a huge opportunity to not only reinforce the fact that they made a good choice, but to delight and really solidify that relationship as a partner, a strategic partner in your business. And you do that through that emotional connection with that that single contact. I think that's that's underestimated by a lot of companies out there. So thanks for bringing that up. That's a really good point. Yeah, and I think it, I might, here I go. Here's my meta moment for, for the week. Um, but you put a physical representation, you take something that's tangible and you apply that to the relationship. Up until that moment, yeah. it's contracts, it's signatures, it's video conference calls, it's money in the bank. Some people might say that's very tangible. I, I never touch any of that, right? But there's something about receiving that water bottle or that treat or that t-shirt and nothing gives me greater joy than that thought of someone opening. We always get a thank you. We know right after we always get on the next call and see the person wearing it with pride. And, you know, I, I think, I know people call it swags or I've heard, I've even heard it called other stuff like crappy giveaways or whatever, but I don't know. There's, there's just, there's just this way of saying you are important enough important enough for us to stop what we're doing and put forth some effort to show you that. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm with you. And I think that's, it's the emotional reaction from that and connection that comes off of that. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've seen it in all places. I think, I think what was real inspired, I think you shared one too, you know, the podcast mm. where let's be honest, did the podcast, it's done. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. But then you get this nice little thank you afterwards of a few pieces. And it's like, how much, how much that transcending value of those couple of items because they they manifest and represent effort and time yes. in yeah. you. This episode of the Account Experience Podcast is sponsored by Customer Gauge, the leading B2B account experience software that ties revenue to your experience data in real time to help you make better account-centric decisions that drive revenue growth. Quick question, what do you guys think is the number one reason B2B experience programs fail? Believe it or not, it's lack of C-suite buy-in. And in Customer Gauge's research with MIT, they found the quickest way to align yourselves with the C-suite is to actually align with what they care about most, which is revenue. That's why Customer Gauge is literally built from the ground up to maximize and track the revenue contribution from your experience program in real time. Companies like DHL, Anheuser-Busch, Heineken, uh, yeah, we get a good amount of free beer. One login, Iron Mountain, H&R Block, Super Office, and Sugar CRM are already using Customer Gauge to maximize their growth by tying their programs to revenue. And with over $10 billion worth of account revenue actively being managed in Customer Gauge, yeah, that's billion with a B. They're the leader in the space. But maybe even more interesting, they found that once you get alignment with that C-suite, the needs of these B2B practitioners or the program champions are evolving too. In such a complex account environment, it can be really tough to measure and act on feedback quickly across multiple departments, divisions, or even locations. Luckily, Customer Gauge has you covered there as well. With account-native features that easily help you not only measure the feedback from multiple stakeholders in an account, but act on that feedback in real time. Because at the end of the day, 
If you're not empowering your frontline staff with the right insights to address customer issues, you're going to be dealing with a churn issue. It's not a matter of if, it's really a matter of when. Customer Gauge helps you distribute this experience data across your entire organization, regardless of department, regardless of location, regardless of division, all in real time. No manual spreadsheets or a team of analysts are needed. Customer Gauge's mission is to help B2B companies harness the power of account-centric growth to drive meaningful change in their businesses. And that's a powerful thing. If you want to see Customer Gauge in action, go ahead and check out customergauge.com and get a demo of account experience today. You won't regret it. Shout out to Ethan from the uh, Customer Experience Podcast, our, our sister podcast. We're not related in any way, but um, we're the account experience podcast. So I guess that's kind of related. Uh, but yeah, that was a great experience. I was on his podcast and he sent me a little, you know, gift bag with books and stickers and a t-shirt that, you know, was a little too small for me. So I gave it to my wife, but, uh, it was still a really nice gesture. Right. So, uh, but back to the, the main purpose of this podcast is driving employee experience, celebrating culture digitally is still very, very much possible even though part of our thing was, you know, physical delivering food, um, we still cel celebrated digitally and it felt like a Diwali celebration. Now we, I've been here five years. You've been here a year, a little bit more actually right now at this point. Yeah, here. a little bit over. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a celebration that is like, everybody looks forward to it. That the Chinese new year celebration, July 4th. It's like, we have a couple key moments throughout the year and this didn't really feel that different in a weird way. It felt tighter this year Agreed. because we didn't, you know, we celebrated separately uh, last year, in both offices, but this one we were all in one spot, which was, you know, a Zoom call. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to hit that home is that it's still possible. In fact, it's, it's some ways better than it ever has been. Um, and Carrie, I know you love to end these things with kind of like a final thought or recommendation. So let's hear it. Yeah, you know, I, I think again, I'm, and, and I'm, I want to get better at doing this for everyone. I want to say, where can you start? Yeah. Start small. Do something. If 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 it's not a Zoom call with meals for everyone, um, you know, like trivia came out of just a necessity of worrying about people, and we just stop for five or ten minutes every morning, and we do a kahoot, and yeah. we create our own quizzes. We don't. There's not a huge dollar investment in this except for five or ten minutes. If you can't tell me that your people aren't worth five or ten minutes a day, five or ten minutes a week, I think you got bigger issues on your hand that you need to work <laughs> through, right? But Start small, put out a message, have someone step up and share, celebrate something of the day. What can we celebrate from yesterday? Our goal yesterday was X dollars. We hit this. We talk business too, but start with something small and build on that and let tradition take over. Let your team tell you what it is they loved and didn't like and adjust the next time. And then also don't don't let fear stand in your way. I know we talked about this a lot, but sometimes we're afraid to get started because we don't know how it'll be received or whatever. You know, Adam and Camila might be com combined, put in 12 hours of work on their side. And people say, wow, 12 hours for a 30 minute, you know, um, Zoom call. But if you think about that, multiply that 30 by every employee. Yeah. And it greatly outweighs the 12 hours that Adam and Camila put in to do that. And they worked really hard, but I think the impact is it's just in it's just not even being able to be measured. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what keeps us loyal, that keeps us connected. Um, so yeah, I, I, I it, even the simplest gesture, you know, and as crazy as it sounds, try it. Yeah. 
you know, it's a crazy Zoom call. Um, bring a guest speaker in. Um, um, play a funny YouTube video. Whatever it is that brings your team together. Try something. Get yeah. feedback on it. Start with dad jokes every Friday. That's oh, literally yeah. what we do. Dad jokes. No, we it. <laughs> it's the stupidest <laughs> thing. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's amazing. So everybody looks forward to it. Yeah, really nice summary on that, Carrie. Thanks for that. Um, let's end here. So you guys are listening to the Account Experience Podcast. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Happy Diwali to everybody out there. And we'll talk soon.